Welcome back. This is Faking Fatherhood, Season 1, Sode 7. I am your loyal co-host, Blake, joined by my better half, lifelong friend and new-time father, Tone, our producer, editor, uh, creative director, janitor, everything Mike, and a special <laughs> guest today, Jim O'Brien. So, gentlemen, it is a pleasure to see you this evening, or I guess this afternoon. Uh, Jim, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you on. Thank you for having me. I, my AirPods disconnected, and then it was coming okay. through my computer, and I, I just raced to fix it. So sorry, Mike, if there's an echo for the intro. I was going to say, I, that sounds like a mic, a mic issue later on. Um, so yeah, yeah, thank, you, th- thank you in advance, Mike, for all that you do. Uh, for the listeners at home that don't know Jim, you're missing out. Jim and I met uh, probably back in, I would say, 2009 or 2010. I'm not entirely sure on that timeline but i know i was on my way out of out of uh vacation destination new britain connecticut ccsu and i was going to east carolina and i think you were probably at that time at hartford or the university of hartford and had visited a couple times jake and you know nick and those guys um and so i've known you since that time and uh the reason we wanted to have you on today well there's a couple but first of First and foremost, you're an expecting father. So congratulations to you and Katie. That is really exciting. We're excited to to see this journey and how it plays out for you. Um, uh, secondly, we want to talk a little bit about, you know, since those those CCSU days, what you've, you know, you've come to create with John Boy Media and everything that you're doing now. But truly, most importantly, and I think uh, a lot of people that know you would say this, is that you're just, you're a big family guy. And I, I recognize that early on and, you know, you being one of four kids you're one of the middle ones um you know in the time that i've spent over at your home uh your parents home you know the way you interact with just your family you just gotta you're a big family guy and it's something that i've always appreciated in you and so um being expecting father and being just the guy that you are we're excited to kind of dive into what this looks like for you and and how you're um i don't know how you're feeling about it all so that said um let's hear it let's hear it from you straight on how how did it feel when you found out that you are going to be a father? Uh, it felt like we needed to pee on 10 more sticks to make sure it was correct. Yep, because... that's right. <laughs> correct correct classic. answer. Classic. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was, it was exciting. We were trying for a while. We, we were at the point where if in within like a month or two, we were going to go see someone. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so... That's why it was like, okay, well, let's pee on another one. And then after right. work, let's buy three other brands. Okay, okay, we're right. So that was so was it, dis- was, was it disbelief? Was it just kind of like, this must be like a false negative or a false positive? Well, or it, was, it was relief, which was like, I wish it wasn't relief. But it was more yeah. of like relief than excitement initially. And then like yeah. when the doctors confirmed it and then we find out how far along we are and then like the stomach starts growing, then it's like exciting, yeah. exciting times. But like that, that first, first moment. That first doctor visit's unbelievable when you see the heartbeat. Like I assume that's what you're, what you're referring to. I didn't get to go to the first couple due to COVID stuff COVID? or whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. And then she switched <laughs> to another doctor and I got to hear the heartbeat like three weeks ago. Which so like in the second wow trimester yeah but I, I didn't know it was the baby's heartbeat so I didn't have that moment because she 
she started putting the stuff on the stomach, and then the machine just mm-hmm. went, and then she stopped, yeah. and she was, like, searching on the computer, and I'm like, what do you do? Like, what's happening? I guess that wasn't the heartbeat, and she's, like, trying to find, the change the settings, and then she just completely stopped and said, so that was the heartbeat. So I never, like, had the moment <laughs> where I was like, I'm listening to the heartbeat, because I didn't know they beat that fast. Yeah. Like it's the you had thing it's real it's weirdly fast it beats weirdly fast when they're that small yeah it's it's pretty unreal so you had a doctor initially that was not going to allow you to come in and then the second one just didn't tell you what was going on but you at least got to be there to hear something that was later explained to you as the heartbeat of your child yeah that was the heartbeat I was like oh sounded like a massage gun on the table yeah it's uh I would say it was man it was similar for us when we found out like it was. It was exciting, but I'm a pretty optimistic guy. Immediately became pessimistic, like nothing is real here until a doctor confirms it. And there was just kind of the the weight of like wanting to tell everyone, which we decided not to until we had the doctor appointment. And then the other side of not wanting to tell anyone because like, you know, God forbid, what happens if we go to the doctor and it's not what we thought. So, um, but I'm glad that you are in the position that you are um, in and we are, man, congratulations. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Uh, for you and Katie and for your family because again I know you're a big family guy so that's a little some a little O'Brien that's going to grow up with uh, a lot of people loving and and taking care of him so that's awesome yeah we just we just bought a house I haven't announced that anywhere but we just we're closing on a house right now that's five congratulations sisters wow congrats yeah from my sister's house so there'll be cousins we five minutes away from each other for a little bit so we're super excited is that Courtney or Ritzy Courtney. Courtney just got a house in Montclair, New Jersey, and Katie and I just clo- are closing mm. right now on a house uh, five minutes away. So she got she got two boys. Dude. Congrats. Yeah. That is awesome. How was that process with this with this housing market? Because it's it's insane right now. It's all uh, nonsense, yeah, man. They they list mm-hmm. them twenty to thirty percent lower than what they're gonna accept. Which is it just makes like, no sense. I, I like, dude, what? I hated it. it I hated Why, it. Yep. Like so stupid. So it's basically the listing price Comes to means pop nothing. Up. That's it's what they just say. A blind, yeah, it's just a blind like bid. Yeah. So we we I I was like I'd rather overbid a little bit than not do this. Sure. Year. Like we saw nine. They houses. go through the process. Oh my god. Yeah. We god, saw you nine, saw nine of them. A, yeah, we saw nine on a Saturday, and then we put god. one. We put one bid in the next Tuesday, and we the realtor and Katie came to me with like a number and I said, just go a little bit higher. Cause I don't care. I'd rather get it than not yep. go see nine houses again. Cause God forbid we go see nine houses. We only put an offer in on one. Like God forbid we go see nine houses again and we don't like any of them. And then we have to wait till the next Saturday to see nine again. So I was like, let's just try and get, we're still not like 100. I think we are, but everything, things always pop up. But like, so fingers the house but like, will I think become a home. The house will become a home, but yeah, yeah it's a yeah. it's a crazy market. Tom, good point with that. It's man. the worst. Like, I know. I bought before COVID, and we still missed out on like five houses, and then we finally bought. And now I don't know if I told anyone on here, but I'm moving to Long Island for, um, you know, free this is a big, care, basically. This <laughs> My, is a big, it's a big, yeah. Is this, is this breaking, breaking news? Breaking. Yeah, I'm selling my house. I'm moving to Long Island. I'm looking forward to the selling, but buying again is going to be uh, horrible. I, I don't know. It's horrible. Mike, I know someone there... who just paid like 80k over listing for a house near me. 
Hey, like it was dang. nothing. Yeah. 80. Congrats to that seller. Congrats to that seller. Mike, is there a way we that's, can get breaking news is... just like flashing up top? <laughs> okay. Okay, we'll get it up there. Do my best. Yeah, we're, it in, in our area, 80K over is uh, still not enough over. That is... Yeah, wow. Well, so so I should tell my buddy who's like kicking himself for that he, he got a deal, actually. <laughs> yeah. he got a deal the, trouble, the trouble in Charlotte was all cash buyers. That's what was killing us. Like... People, I, I guess, just companies that either want to like flip these homes or you know own and then rent or whatever, but the all cash buyers were crushing us. Like three offers in a row. They, I mean, a realtor just came back and was like, "No, that they they're paying cash." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool," which sucks. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense, man. The banks approve you for this much, and then they list the house for this much. And then I'm doing a lot of stuff with my hands, I guess. This up, they, they approve you for way high, and then they yeah. list the house way low, and then you try to go in the middle, and then you might be fucked because the appraisal might be like off. And it's like, <laughs> I was well, say, I'm just trying to like, play the game here, guys. Like, you stupid bitch. You were never going to get this house ever. <laughs> yeah. We were just fucking with you. <laughs> I find the appraisal process hilarious, too. The, our appraiser saw the house and then like as they were leaving we were there and they were like oh by the way like what's the selling price which they have access to and the appraisal came back exactly the same as the selling price which also just happened to my cousin and i find that very fishy to a dollar it's worth exactly what i just bought it for i don't think so well let's leave fish on the dinner table and not in the chat fishy or not thank you tone which cousin is this aj yeah i'm not gonna repeat everything he does is fishy Everything he does yeah, is, it is. <laughs> Okay? Yeah. We're just going to leave that there. Um, Jim, with the Montclair move, that is awesome to have cousins nearby. Because I am someone that, mm-hmm. in growing up in Connecticut, my closest cousins were three hours. No, that's not true. Like five or so hours up in Rochester. Um, and we would visit them. I mean, we were uh, hopping the Suburban. All of us go up there every couple weekends kind of thing. Like my parents stress the whole, like, you know, family is everything type thing. And so, and I love that. But to imagine them living a couple minutes away, man, that is going to be awesome. And especially with Courtney yeah. being there and your brother-in-law, um, that's something special. Where's Where's Katie's family? Is she is she a West Coast gal or where is she yeah, from? Yeah, California. So uh, okay. Bay Area. Um, her dad gotcha. is actually, her mom visited last week and that, or two yeah. weeks ago. This last week we did without anyone. And her dad just arrived today. So they're they're oh, nice. they've been around yeah, um, to help out and stuff. So we'll see if they that's awesome get a place over here or or, or split a timeshare or something. Because once that baby comes out, I think they're going to want to be close. Yeah, man. Kate um, Kate felt some sort of way watching her mom and her dad hold Beck for the first time. Like they're only mm-hmm. they're only an hour away from us, but just seeing that, I mean, and even my parents just came to town, and my dad like. I mean, he isn't a softy by any means, but God, the dude completely changed when he held my son. So I hope that for their sake, um, that they do have that opportunity to come out here. I know that's a bit of a hike from the Bay Area. I've got cousins out there, and my yeah. cousins have kids out there, and we saw them a couple years ago, and they're just, it's awesome seeing them, but it's just such a hike to go back and forth periodically. Um, it's crazy. You're going to get I've a big a SUV next? I feel like that's the next move, right? Me? You're going to get a van? You a van? Everyone does it. We got Everyone does it. We just got our second car. Her her car, she's commandeered it. It is, is it an SUV? I don't know. 
I'm I am a car blind because uh, I don't. Care. I was going to say, Jim, you. As long as I've known you, I don't think you have an. Uh, you know that there's an engine, and you know there's four wheels, and then one little wheel in the front that makes them all move. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. Forward, forward, back, side to side. That's all I care about. I yeah. don't know what. I, I mean, we just bought it like three weeks ago. I don't know what kind of car. It's just white. Okay. Hey, it's we got a white one too. I, I feel like. I feel like the girls love to obsess over the big car, and I used to make fun. I made fun of my cousin. He did it, and sure enough, we had a baby. We found out Kristen was pregnant, and like I woke up the next morning at a Chevy dealership when we left with a Traverse. She's like, "I need it," and sure enough, you know, now we so have it. It's a Rav Four. I just remembered. It's a Rav Four. Oh, nice! Oh. Did I just pass one of those? I passed one of those on the road yesterday, and I said, "Kate, look how nice that is." And she said, "The new ones are that? gorgeous." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I have nice. a little Honda Fit. It was okay. our car, but Love now that. the Honda fits mine because I go to the Bronx. We've got a, we've got a Honda in our Honda. family as well. Had a Civic, passed yeah. her on to a better owner, and uh, but we're still working with it. So yeah, love a love a Honda family. Now, how far is Montclair from headquarters? And and we'll get into you know John Boy and what you do, which is obviously a lot of. Uh, well, I, guess, I don't know how it, you could probably describe it. Obviously, you will describe it better than me. But like the online market, you don't have to be anywhere you can do it from anywhere which is i think a a great aspect to being a family man and being able to do what you do but i know you've got a place in the bronx so how far is montclair from the bronx and is that something where you see yourself are you like a are you the guy that walks in every day and just checks in on business and sees what's going on or do you kind of just have some eyes and ears inside or do you not even worry about that do you have people working for you that you trust so well that you know it's gonna work fine I trust I trust everyone fine. We have the studio there, oh, yeah. so we're going we go in a lot. Like I'll do right now. I'm I'm right across the GW, so it's like a 15 minute drive with no traffic. So 50 or 15? 15 with no oh. traffic, but there's usually oh, some say, okay, yeah, to the Bronx, yeah, yeah, okay. If I if I time it right, it can be 20 minutes door to door from where I'm at right now with no traffic. But I so usually I do the morning here in this like shed I'm in. This is very yeah. new. We're trying to figure out my schedule. And then I'll go in for like noon to five when we, because uh, we, at noon we have a show every day. So I have to be in the, in the studio. And then uh, when we move. The studio or the shed? The studio in the office. In, in the, the Bronx. Bronx. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Montclair is like, I'm actually in the town over, it's called Bloomfield, where we will be. I think it's like 30, for... 30 to 40 minutes. With no traffic, but there's going to be traffic okay. unless I time it perfectly, but I'll be right. commuting. And then eventually, hopefully the office gets moved to like Manhattan and then it would just be a train ride. Boom. That's awesome. That is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that would be now from, more passive commute. From Bloomfield, would you, well, it doesn't matter. I was going to say, you're going to go to Penn Station or whatever. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I think there's uh, a train. train yeah, or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a, there's a train from Montclair straight to Penn Station, like an express. S- so, okay, so that would, that's a 30, 40 minute commute, which is not bad at all, at least driving wise right now, especially, you know, having grown up where we did in Connecticut and did the, I mean, I, I used to commute from Newtown to the city um, and back and back daily, but that was, you know, young, young gun, 22 year old Blake, full of energy, full of life, no longer that person <laughs> drinking a mostly vodka splash of pineapple that's making me feel just awful um bloomfield is that like a is that like a suburb like like a newtown s type thing like is that more more um, suburby like more sidewalks oh, wow 
and okay. parks. Yeah, that area is incredibly awesome. active. Like you drive around Dude, and there's that is fantastic. Yeah, there's strollers, there's people playing in the park. It's you see gotcha. like just tons of activity, which is something that I really want and like. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love uh, I love a pedestrian town that's not like New York City. You know, I, I love New York City, but not so pedestrian uh-huh. that you can't you know hop in the car and go somewhere without having to pay forty five dollars to park for thirty minutes or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's really interesting. Um, that's that's what we're really... looking at too. Like, I never grew up like I knew like two of my neighbors growing up. I don't know. I know you're also from Newtown too. Like, it, you, this is where I'm looking to, similar in Long Island, where like you walk. 10 minutes down the street and you pass 30 houses, all of people that your kid's going to grow up with. And I think that's awesome. I'm yes. a huge fan of that. Sidewalk community and cul-de-sacs. That, I mean, I lived everywhere because I moved every two years of my life, but that was definitely okay. the most favorite setup was where you can walk on the sidewalks. And in Montclair, like eventually we want to get to Montclair, but we bought a little starter home in Bloomfield first because Montclair's crazy. Yeah. But like Montclair, like if you like Google search Montclair Halloween, it, it looks oh, like a TV... Looks like a TV suburb. It's that's awesome. It's crazy. Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus Two coming out this fall. We are sponsored by Hocus Pocus. Check out Hocus <laughs> Pocus Two this fall. Um, yeah. And uh, when I was in California, you were were you in SoCal? I don't remember. No Bay Area. We're, okay, yeah, we were. My cousins are all in the Bay Area in San Francisco, well, Palo Alto, and then uh, San Francisco, and now Oakland, mostly. But we were we were just south of Sacramento, and that was, like, layout of a town, they did it right. I mean, just the cul-de-sac that I lived in was the greatest thing ever. And the little sidewalks you could walk anywhere to, like, to the local park, the local coffee shop, anywhere. Yeah. That was an awesome layout. So that's perfect. Um, but the reason I was bringing up the commute, I mean, and again, with being an online-type company, you're still, you know, doing what you do. Well... Without saying doing what you do, because there's a lot of listeners that have no idea exactly what you do, would you mind telling us a little bit about John Boy and John Boy Media? And well, I guess you are John Boy, um, but how you how you came to where you're at right now, and from you know from me following you on social media to seeing you doing wedding stuff to uh, your Twitter presence to everything you're doing right now. Yes, yeah, I started. Um... I started covering the Yankees on Twitter out of boredom as like yep. a part-time side gig, which uh, I just kept going. And then I, I started doing a podcast and, and then Jake came on the podcast with me. It was called Talking Yanks. And then it just kept going and going where we got like little seed rounds to like see if we can turn it into a company. And um, it has. It's become. So like it's just video and audio. So it's podcasts. It's YouTube videos, YouTube shows. We have, I don't know, 30 shows on the network now or something like that. Tons of Chris wow. Rose. Yeah, Chris Rose has a show on the network. That's a lot of awesome stuff, yeah. Chris is, yeah. Chris is a so great addition, I will say, personally. Yeah, he's I awesome. I enjoy every time that I click on the live and he's on there. Yeah, he's awesome. So it's uh, it's like a you know new age media type stuff. Ringer, Barstool kind of uh, started that or really mastered that space and that's kind of where we're coming in it's i think we're a little more youtube heavy than those but it's still just podcasts and and video and new media sports coverage so love that yeah for for anyone who hasn't checked it out you know what do you recommend to go to is it john boy media and then i know you have like you said like 30 shows i think some of the baseball breakdowns you do 
Um, I think they're very original. I don't. I haven't seen many people do them. And I know the 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 Astros. Are you allowed to say that on, on air anymore? I know that was like that was awesome yeah, seeing you on taboo. ESPN all over after that. And, and you know, again, coming from that that style of breakdown you do that, that you don't really see anymore. That you know, kind of a baseball guy mentality. Yeah, it's kind of just like I, I really. It's half joke, half real. Just like, hey, this here, check out this play that happened in my own whatever I see or my voice or whatever. Kind of started as like satire. Like the first ones were called a yeah. breakdown as, as a joke because I, I wasn't actually yeah like breaking things down. Sometimes I do like analysis where like I'll do like stats and stuff. Now it depends how I feel about it. Some are just straight up jokes. It confuses some people because they're like, you didn't break anything down, and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's the, <laughs> the lip syncing um, you do. Oh my god, I love those. I watch, I watch yeah. those all the time. Those are great. Oh, fuck yeah. you, fuck you, fuck you. I love yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. So you know, my wife. Just, yeah, god, sorry. No, it's just become like it. Whatever it is, to, uh, those videos are crazy, and then you know, it's just podcasts and tons of shit. The lip reading is is a fan favorite. I don't know why. Everyone I. Don't know, I Everyone always asks that I like practice, and I'm like, no, I, I just sometimes can do it. I don't know why. I was going to ask you that actually. How yeah. did you get so good at lip reading with the zoom ins? They're unbelievable. Sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it's really easy. When I'm just like, oh, I, that's what he said. Yeah. There's some. There's why. sometimes when I watch a, I'll watch something like a sequence live, and I'm like, is Jim going to break this down? And then I'm like, what the fuck did he I say? So. Like, I don't know what he said, but um. When I rudely interrupted, I was going to tell you, my Kate used to love, and probably still would. I don't think it's one of the things you do anymore. But um, obviously, we're you know recording a podcast here. I don't do podcasts. I don't know why anyone would listen to podcasts. No offense to you, Jim. No offense to you, Mike. No <laughs> offense to you, Tony. And no offense to myself. I just don't. I, I don't tune in. I need like the. Well, I guess the visual is now part of the audio. Like th- this is a podcast in itself. Before it was. Welcome to listening listeners, like that kind of stuff. But there was something you used to do. It was like a morning, morning chat. It was like you and Katie and Jake in like a car, maybe, or like you did a couple of them from a car. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was called Just Talking uh, with me and Katie, and then it changed to the morning, morning. Um, yes, but but I think. Kate, your Kate used to like it when it was it was called just talking. It was just me and Katie doing like random sub, random. Topics. Yeah, you would like you would just talk about a headline. You would find a headline yeah. in the news. <laughs> she loved that, and that's actually what kind of brought me into listening to some podcasts outside of like the twelve hour drive back to Connecticut murder mystery type stuff. Um, but you've obviously yeah. come a really long way, and that is that's incredible. And I, you know, I think we I speak for all of us when we say we're so excited for you and your success and. And to see where John Boy goes and, you know, the people that you bring along, you know, you said you've got a trusty, uh, a staff that works for you. And, um, you know, those people, you mean a lot to them. And I know that they mean a lot to you and just being, again, the family guy that you are. So uh, it, it just seems like a really sincere, you know, dedicated group of people that want to just produce the best content and not for any other reason than they are just passionate about it. So, um that's a really cool thing. And that being said, now that you are a father, or will be a father, you know, expecting mm-hmm. father, and this may be premature, but um, I'm not going to ask, you know, how you balance that because I'll tell you right now, work is obviously an important thing, but 
you you put it aside because your your family comes first and that's just how it works and i know that's how it's going to work for you um but when i say premature it's because i'm wondering do you see and this is just in your your own mind do you do you have baby O'Brien grow up as like the little cute kid that's hanging out in that studio or is around like the crew and around the staff or is is your is your personal family life totally separate from your your business ventures? Well, I don't think my purse like I get <clears throat> I get that thought process of not keeping like the kid in front of a camera or on mic or anything like yeah. that. Which I don't think I'd really do, but I don't I mean as far as I've never been able to separate my family from anything. Like any friend that spent two days at my house knows my siblings' names and my my dynamic, yeah. and because it's just that's just <clears throat> who we've always been. Like it's all it's always been. I just talk freely about my family, and it's always weird because some people don't talk about their siblings, and that's like I don't think anyone knows me that doesn't know my siblings' names. Yeah, because they're just they're just always around or being talked about or I reference them or, or anything. So I don't know. I, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll see how much, how much the space grows and how many assholes are on the internet that I need to shield my kids from. But I, I don't plan on it. Being <laughs> yes. like, uh, I'm not going to tell their name or they're not going to be on like Instagram or anything. So I think, yeah, I think we'll I find you. the balance. You, you work with any of your family members? Like are, are them involved in, uh, in John Boy media? Yeah. Maybe bro, we'll right? Do like, uh, well, Oh my, my brother. Yeah. Luke, isn't he, isn't he? Does he work with you or no? Okay, he starts full. No, no. He he starts full time Tuesday. He just graduated college. Um, so oh he wow! Had, he had been doing like internships and stuff. Court, my older sister Courtney is our director of sales. Um, she's kicking wow. ass. That's awesome. So let's go. So yeah, I can't that. really I can't really separate family from anything. Uh, I don't blame Luke, me. That's the best way is, to do it. Which is yeah, Courtney's gonna Luke is gonna be uh, on Courtney's sales team. Cause he, 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 awesome. he, he, his major was like digital, um, social media marketing Hello. or whatever. Like, and he had to choose, like they all had to choose a company to like do all their fucking reports on. And he just chose John Boy Media. So he's basically spent his last two years studying the company. Dude, that is fantastic. That's going to be a great addition for you. Yeah, and not, no, no, yeah, that, that is awesome. Yeah. He's pretty is, valuable. Uh, we yeah. get him on Does summer he's... and winter break now, but now now it's full time. Dude, hell yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's incredible. Is he still uh, amazing on the ping pong table? Or what's his... I mean, has he touched a paddle in years? Or what's his What's his? I don't deal? know. I should probably get one. Of, that's probably a really good purchase I should get for the new house. I think so. Before before Katie, before we can afford couches, i got to get like a used ping pong table. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We haven't had a ping pong table in our house would... in forever. Because it's been down the shore. My parents sold the new townhouse. Yeah. Oh, did they? And there's, there, yeah, there's not room uh, down the uh, shore. Okay. We had like an outdoor table one year, but it sucked. So yeah, I, I should get a table. I I could probably still beat him. He's He's got too much offense. He doesn't know what to do with it. He can't like rein it in. That you know was the saying? thing. And I had no, I just, I was not a skill. I am not a skilled ping pong player. And he, he saw it right away. I've only played him. <laughs> I mean, you had to like go up a line, like a list, like it was like, like a fraternity, like beer pong table to play this kid. Like you had to be like the best of the best, and I would get up there and be like, just hold my little paddle and just, you know, I, I gave it my all. But I mean, I don't know what you play till, but he got it within seconds. So that's that was my experience playing. 
playing Luke. Yeah, in, in we used bong. to play forever down there. That was fun times. I gotta get a table. Times. You gotta get a table. You gotta use one. And an outdoor one may be tough. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, how no, well we got built, room. I think we're gonna have elements. Room. Until the once the kids start like taking over that the second room in the house, I'll just put a ping pong table there. Katie will hate ping it. Ping pong table is a great addition to a house. Yeah. A great addition. Now, Tone, you got a you got a six month old. How much room? So right now we, you know, Kate and I talk about this all the time. We got Beck and we've got him in the in the uh, the nursery. Like all his stuff is in there. Then downstairs we've got like the little pack and play where we'll we'll lay him down and stuff. And uh, he really doesn't he really doesn't take up too much room. But it's mostly because he just doesn't do anything but lay on his back or lay on his belly, lift his neck up, pee, poop, eat, sleep. So you got a little one. Talk to me about I the room, you know, the space that this kid has taken up and where you see that, where you see that going. I mean, well, it depends on the house, obviously. Um, sure. I, you know, I get the man cave now. It's pretty cool. I have like this basement down here. I work from down here. I got my TV, some video games. But with the second one on the way, it, it's like a, it's just the ticking time bomb, right? Until my wife yeah. decides when the second one comes, we have enough shit where she doesn't want people to come over and see everything. And then this becomes the playroom, and I, you know, hide in the bathroom. Honestly, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Um, yeah, it depends toy, on the size of your house. You know, obviously. Uh, yeah, we have like a big basket of toys. What's funny about kids and, and you guys um, will see this is like at, I'm at the age now with with my son where he plays with like like bags. Like there was a bag of tortilla chips that we took out the other day, and he lost it over the sound. And like that is his favorite toy, or like a uh, um, like weird textures and felts like that. He rather play with that than kids' toys. Um, so I told my wife, like, I'm done with the toy thing. I, I, He saw my watch the other day. So we were at a wedding on Saturday, and I came back to see him Sunday morning, and he went nuts. I was making, like, the golem my precious joke from Lord of the Rings. He was mesmerized by the gold on the watch. And that's, uh, like, the best part of raising kids, like, seeing them start to learn that stuff. But uh, That's pretty funny. Tortilla chips just set him off. <laughs> Dude, the tortilla, the tortilla chip bag, like, the crinkling of it, like, he lost his mind. Um those yeah, are like the so first I, uh, YouTube videos. The, the little babies laughing at like paper ripping. Those were like viral. Oh my yeah. God, they love it. When YouTube was like two years old, it was like those were the most popular ones. <laughs> yeah, God. that's and, crazy. And kids like unwrapping just vegetables for for Christmas. Just little babies being like avocado. Like just so yeah. happy about the most useless Thanks, shit. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He they get mesmerized by that. TV does me- – we try to keep him away from the TV, but, like, we watch, you know, the PGA, him and I, let him sit on the couch with me. We watch the Mets sometimes. I tell him about Jacob deGrom. Um, but, like, the the the, the brain-melting, like, look from it is kind of scary when, when they look at the TV. I had him on here before, and he was just, like, glued to it. But uh, you, you'll and, figure all that stuff out. And for Jim and for all the other listeners, Jacob deGrom is a baseball player. Um, yes. <laughs> now, Jim, with I'll ask you one more business-related question, then we'll leave it at that because I, I still want to uh, – I think we're going to go into some question segments. But, um, you know, New York City is a busy place. I know Bloomfield – is that, that's that is it Bloomfield? Nailed it. Yep. Um, being a suburb, you're going to have that commute, and we, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, what that's like. But um, are you going to take a paternity leave? Talk to me about paternity. 
What are you going to do there? Are you going to take a leave? Or are you going to focus on? Yeah. What's your company's policy? Well, we just we 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 just gave paternity leave to our uh, lead designer, graphic designer. So we have a policy. Um, he got whatever he asked for. So he he got three weeks Love off. That. Three weeks. Two hundred weeks. Yeah, I think I think I think he asked for three weeks off and then three weeks part time. That's awesome. That's unbelievable. I was working with my dad when we had our first, and my dad like complained I left for two weeks. It's not a joke. He was like old Italian dad. He was like, "What do you mean you're taking off? Your wife is the one having the baby." So you, I commend you on that. I like that. You took two weeks. I, I feel like you took two days before he was on your ass about that. Yeah, well, no, he was on my ass, but I just didn't. I was gonna. Back oh, okay, okay. So yeah, Jim, what do you see? I mean, for yourself, I mean, you. You run the show. You do. So well, what do you – but you obviously – you run the show and I know you know Jake's you know big involvement and um, – well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I mean I can just – I haven't thought about it yet but it's – the baby's due October 29th and the World nice. Series and baseball season, the World Series ends November – either October 29th or November 4th. So it's yep. it's kind of naturally like we would take the first week or first two weeks after the World Series like light or off anyway. So okay. it, it's kind of being time perfect. But I'll, I'll probably I'll probably stay home for two weeks, work from home okay. the second week. I have no I have no idea. We'll we'll I, yeah. You ask my wife, she might tell you something different. She's gonna be a, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. She's gonna have the real answer here. So I can yeah, I, I can do stuff also... from home. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have to go in the office, but um, it, it, it works out. Now, if the baby was born October 1st, I'd be fucked. So, <laughs> if, so welcome uh, to playoff baseball. See ya. Yeah. You brought something yeah. up. I'm curious. So, you, I see you obviously branching out in other sports, right? I know you're a yeah. big baseball guy, but, like, your brand and your company and your style is clearly taking off. So, you're, yeah. I think you have, right? You have, like, Talking Giant. Right, you have like some a couple football teams, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, we have talking Giants. Um, they do, and then they they're starting to do some just big football, you know, NFL stuff. Uh, they they crush okay. like sports in general. And then we we have some other other shows. Your question, non baseball shows. Yeah, I guess. But I'm also why is there no talking Mets? I was on your website yesterday. No talking Mets. What's up with that? Because no one has ever come to us. With the podcast, this, that like this is a know, gotcha we, moment, Jim. We got gotcha, you, pal. It's you feel, everyone. You feel everyone cornered. Was, you feel cornered. Now, everyone always asks us. I'd love to have a talking Mets, but no one likes the like, Mets. It's so hard to cover baseball. Like you can't yeah. casually do it. You ha- it's 162 yeah. games, and there's se- six or seven games every week. So we get a lot of emails or like dms like hey let me let me do talking mats and it's just do it like do it for six months show us that you can actually will stick to it and do it uh and then and then and then go back and like hey look we've been doing it we have an audience and then we'd be interested but like you know just dragging just dragging someone and and dropping it's they're just gonna it's like sink or swim and we can't just test the waters we love it we it's also there's some out there um, kind of, but yeah, no, we like, kind of like just, we were saying like, Hey, we should get a, some Mets people, but yeah, Mets fans are pissy, man. Everyone's always mad. On I, I'm a diehard <laughs> Mets fan. I, and I, and I am, am I pissy? Okay, exactly. Mike just saying, can we hear Mike? Obviously. 
I, I, I don't, what I'm, do you want from me? What's your health yeah, insurance? Does it cover mental health around like September? <laughs> because like, what? Of course I'm pissy. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I people Mets fans like hate us or what for Yankees fans, but I don't. I don't I, I like the. What do you like, think about Luis Rojas? I just just tell. I know it's a baseball. Dude, question. I know I mean, nothing about him. Like I like as a manager, I usually the fan base's opinions because I know I follow the Mets. If the Yankees games is over and the Mets are still on, I'll put huh? them on. Blah blah blah. Right, 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 right. Well, like I know nothing. Like I don't know even what. I feel like there's not one consensus. Like Rojas is terrible at this, or he's good at this. You know what okay. I mean? I just want to read you something he said. You're a baseball guy, right? Okay. So you know we have two first basemen, right? Dominic Smith, Pete Alonso, but Pete Alonso, both good yeah. young players. Yeah. So Luis Ross today started James McCann at first base. And quote, unquote, it's a position he's familiar with, even though he hasn't played there professionally. Luis Rojas today. I'm a little perplexed by him. and I, I Has he played there in the minors? <laughs> but why? But like, why? we have two for, I don't know. They're injured though, right? Yeah, I guess. But Dom Smith is James. No, and James McCann is. It might be the worst hitter on our team. I, I mean, he. I know it's kind of like the flyer contract, but I don't want to get too into baseball. But you know, I, but but I like know. Dom Smith could have played first. I know. I just uh, you said Mets fans are pissy, and like that's I just brought it to this pissy moment. But he's it's funny. never played Carlos first base. Yeah, at any are. level. He's never yeah, played you, first so you, base at any level. <laughs> He's familiar with it. Yeah, his his MLB The Show 2020 character played first base. I saw his stats. Like, I, look at Carlos Beltran, right? Look at the the the, the Porter thing. Like, that's that's why we're pissy. We're just no. It's, I it's I mean I get game. it. it comes with but, the territory, yeah. man. It's a rough it's um, a rough team to watch and dude. fall year after year after year when you're honestly. And you'll obviously refute this tone, but in the shadow of the Yankees, regardless of their success or not, they are the baseball team that people love to hate. And it sucks that no one notices you and that dumb, what's that dumb giant thing that's like the World Fair that's right over over there in in Queens, that giant like stupid sculpture thing. Like that's, that's, that's the Mets to me. That's the Mets. It's I, the smell of the hot fine. air coming off of... The steam, like the steam that comes up on like the sidewalk, it's it's a pigeon eating the head of another pigeon. It's just it's it's the worst part of New York. That is, that's the Mets to me. The worst part is I like I I don't dislike the Yankees. You guys got they're kind of underperforming too. You guys got three guys in career years this year, so far. I shouldn't say. Oh yeah. But, uh, I, I don't uh, hate the Yankees. I just I'm jealous of them. I'm jealous yeah. of them. No one's well, no Mets. One's Mets, get, Mets Mets are in first place. They're. They're in for yeah. Uh, our division is a disaster. Thank God. It's awesome. Thank the God. fifth place is only two and a half games out. Like it's nuts. Like yeah, it can it can completely get flipped in one weekend if the Nationals sweep a team and the Mets get swept. It's nuts. Which we will. Yeah. Which we what? our entire team is is triple A. Cameron Maben I think is zero for nineteen as a major leaguer this year, and he's hit three in every single game. Well, you, they, <laughs> paid a, they 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 paid a dollar for him. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> a bargain. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I think awesome. the Wilpons called that one, and even they wouldn't pass that one up. The NL West. I remember reading before the the year started, and my my dad and my brothers, and that that's my National League team, the Giants. Uh, but my dad and my brothers, they are they're Giants fans through and through. The way my mom and I love the Yankees, they love the Giants. 
And I remember saying, you know, unfortunately for the Giants that have a pretty solid roster and a schedule that they can do well in this year, they will not go ahead and be, you know, be at the top because they're going to fall somewhere behind the Dodgers and San Diego. Um, but that was that's a, if we're talking baseball takes, that is a surprise for me to see. And I know we're early in, but they are competing and they are doing damn well. So shout out to uh, Lucille. That's his name. Lucille, the mascot and the Giants. Love you guys. Um, Jim, yeah, they, they just got swept, though. Yeah, well, yeah, by the Dodgers. So the other really yeah. good team that I was just talking about. Who heated about. So, back up again. Who third heated place, back up. Third. Yeah, it was uh, Just it was a really quick ugly. update for you. James McCann has played three innings in his entire career at a position other than catcher. It was third base. <laughs> he got two chances. He made one error. It's a triple okay. A. Mike, can we get breaking know. news up here, please? Can we get can we get the breaking news again? <laughs> it's it's funny. It's funny you say that. I have a third breaking news that Conforto and McNeil are both officially. Dude, out. our whole no. team. I don't. And the worst part, no one. No. And and the worst part, no one's hitting this year in baseball too. Have you, what's up with that? Can we get the steroid era back, Mike? Can we get like, that picture of Matt Stairs that I like? Where Can we get it right there, Mike, please? Steroids. Yeah, another they, reason they, we don't talk <laughs> Mets is because there's nothing to talk about. There's no team to talk uh, about. Yeah, They deaden the balls. Like MLB said, we're going to deaden the balls. Mm-hmm. And they they told every pitcher they're allowed to use the, all the sticky stuff and, and, and the pine tar. So... It, but they gave the like, Mets the, Von... the good balls. They gave the Mets the Jimmy, good was balls. Was it a Von Nova? Who had the? Was it Nova who had the? Uh, Pineda. The handful of pine tar on his neck for the Yankees. Who was Pin- that? Pineda. Michael. Pineda. Oh, Mike. Pineda. The shit. The I shit they. It. The shit they use now is ten times that, like pine tar. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like chemistry yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, everybody was hitting thir- like thirty home runs used to be a lot, and then all the 20, 30 home. It was ridi- half the league was hitting twenty home runs, and now, it, like, it, it's ridiculous this year. But it doesn't it's matter bad. because we have triple triple A team in the majors. But I'm gonna ask. Way. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask three questions, and then we're gonna go into mm-hmm. our question segments. And Jim, these all three of them are directed at you. They're yes no answers. You don't have to go beyond that. Do you okay. golf? Yes. So, okay. Do you know the gender of your child? No. Do you have a name picked out for either one? Yeah. Good for you. All right, Mike, you want to bring us into the question round? Question round. Why was the go- what was the relevance of the golf question? I asked the questions, Tony. Yeah, I'm just I'm just curious why that like they like I don't know. why'd you ask it? I was just curious. Because I feel like New Jersey suburbs have probably some nice golf courses. I don't know. New Jersey has some of the nicest golf courses in the country. But I play see, a lot this of is why I didn't, This is why I didn't ask you. I asked Jimmy. I didn't, you play Jimmy disc golf? Never... Yeah, I play a lot. Hold on. I have a question for Jimmy. Yeah, Honestly, Jim does. This is actual. Jim does. What are the, what are the wiffle balls? Um, I've seen them on Instagram that you guys play with for your backyard. I oh, well, You awesome. throw it. I'm going to be honest. You kind of remind me of a righty Barry Zito with the hook. Wow. Um, they're called blitz balls, and my arm is still yeah. rehabbing from the game Jake and I played <laughs> yeah. on Friday. And we have I have a DM here from uh, the center fielder for the, the Blue Jays because he's trying to get him to come face me in the back alley tomorrow. But my arm's, like, hurting right now. So. <laughs> they're called blitz balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jake Jake actually throws a mean blitz ball. Jake, I played some intramural sports with Jake, and Jake is, although he's a, visually he's a not appealing, he is a little baller. He, he beat an athletic fella. Game. We're yeah. trying to we're trying we're trying to make it into a uh, like a series back alley at bats. Oh, that would be that, fun. That would be fun. So like have have pro players come stand in and and have them just like light us up. When's um, Jake gonna settle down, Jim? Soon. I mean, he's got a you know a gal and a dog, so they're yeah. close. Okay. Okay. Well, that's neither here nor there, but uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not any of my business, but I figured I'd ask. Um, <laughs> Mike, do you want to segment us into the question round, and then we can wrap this thing up so Jim can get to a 7 o'clock? Or, Tony, do you have more Mets questions, or what? Yeah. No, I'm not going to. I pulled myself out of, the, uh, out of the baseball thing. I'm not doing that again. Okay. So let me let me preface the question segment. This is our seventh episode. Ninety nine percent of the questions we get from our fans. Yeah, we're not offended, humble. Jimmy. Have you ever listened um, to the so questions? They are outrageous. Have you ever, have you ever listened to the show? It's okay. Did you at I'm least excited. check it out before you came in? I list, I checked out the start of the one you guys sent over. Love that. Okay, that's good. That's good enough for me. I can, yeah. so, I can handle that. So no- so ninety five percent of the time I ask these guys the questions, they just shake their hands okay. and they're like, What the fuck is that? So we kept <laughs> we kept the levels a little a little better for today. I think I think they're better. So the the first one is uh obviously being a diehard Yankee fan, what is your favorite wow. Yankee moment uh in your lifetime in Yankee history? Yeah, There's been probably a lot of good just the O nine World Series, because all the ninety nineties one, I was pretty little. Like I didn't like follow the team day in day out so that that 2009 yeah. I, I just moved back to connecticut and i was like kind of in the east coast environment listening to wfan radio every day and like completely sunk in so probably the 09 world series that was an awesome that was an awesome world series That's awesome were you um, at that party that, blake when uh, i was uh, me i was me, jake you were there you were like dressed as a uh like pocahontas right Are we canceled? That is the most Blake now? outfit ever. That's like the seventh time he's dressed as a female Disney character yes, on any I was, occasion. Yes, I, was, I was there, or somebody was there dressed as Pocahontas. I don't know who that was, Jim. But yes, I was there, and that was awesome. I love like, lo- yeah, like so con- Confirmed, 2009. Yeah. Yeah. It was game, Wait, we were was at, this at the Central House? It wasn't our house. We were at a, like, no, it was across it was, from Domino's. It's called like Lacrosse House. They had a party in the basement. Okay. Yeah, there was this it was, little yeah. TV in the part of the basement that was unfinished behind the stairs, and I was just standing in that area, um, drinking beers and peeing on my feet, watching Andy Pettit shut out the Phillies. Dude, I have Andy nothing Pettit. negative to say that. that I will say about New Britain, but I'm pretty sure there's not a single finished basement in New Britain, Connecticut. <laughs> I would argue that there's not a single finished basement. <laughs> Um, I will say, you guys had great... That's when I first met you, Jim. You guys had great parties. And I us. wasn't the most respectable person back then. And But I had no, a good Jim, time. No, you Jimmy guys had did. unbelievable parties. Jimmy, yeah. Jim and Jake and them in that house. I wasn't there. I, I had left. But um, just real oh, quick, yeah. my, favorite, my, my favorite Yankee moment, I'm not sure 
what year it was. I can't remember, but Knobloch was on the team. My all-time, everyone knows, my all-time favorite. Um, the the best at being the worst second baseman in the sport of baseball. And he launched a ball into, he just flew it over Tino Martinez's head and uh, hit the announcer's mom in the face. And I just remember <laughs> just thinking, like, that's my guy. Like, I wasn't happy that he did it, but I was like, this guy sucks, and it's okay to suck because you can still make it to the MLB. <laughs> like, that was my mentality watching Chuck Knobloch play baseball. That, that's my most notable moment. Tone, your favorite part about being a Yankee fan? Mike, I mean, I was questions. a die, I was a diehard Derek Jeter fan. I just love Derek. I, you know, I've been a baseball guy my whole I life. I, you can't deny Derek Jeter, and I know that's so cliche, but he was like my favorite player growing up. As even though I was a Mets fan, we had Ray Ordonez who made some great plays and hit two hundred. Was he two ten career hitter? So I just love. I'm a big Derek Jeter fan. Uh, One thing that bothers me is how many people say how overrated Derek Jeter is, just in his position and as a ball player all around and you know what maybe i'm blinded and maybe that maybe that's accurate no maybe they're just true. he's absolutely not they're just but i young young kids i grew up watching Derek jeter and oh my god i mean if i could have any jersey in the world and just one of them it'd be a number two pinstripe jersey yeah that would oh be yeah it. that'd be it i don't think he's overrated at all especially for his position like you look at shortstops in the league i think his, his i know but his people... numbers are are incredible maybe if you compare him to like corner outfielders but you know he, that guy's a whole famer dude three. his last hit that walk off little whack to right field oh man, my god oh, i get yeah. chills every time i watch that man i freaking i love that at bat that's one of my favorites but my favorite right, Mike, actually my favorite first, yankee baby? moment is blake putting nachos under an old woman's butt at a baseball game but we'll talk about that <laughs> I think we've talked about. I I couldn't hear it because again beach beach Wi-Fi. I heard like bits and pieces. I'm I'm looking literally. I'm gonna send you guys a picture. I'm looking at myself in three black boxes. But um. yeah, we just got a met. Yes, yeah, we're gonna get Blake some aloe vera for his face after this. The, yeah, I think we'll people this are out. a little worried. All right, next question. Next question, Mike. Yeah, I think Mike's gonna. Jimmy's Mike, you want to wrap this up with one more question, and then we'll uh, wrap this up. And Jim, it's been. I mean, I know we're not over yet, but Jim, it's been awesome having you on and. I would love to, I don't know, depending on whatever leave you give yourself, have you come back on some sometime maybe in uh, December or the new year just to talk, uh, you know, fatherhood when, when little baby's here. Yeah, but once I'm actually a dad. Once you're actually a dad. But uh, bef- before that, awesome. Mikey, give it to us, babe. Yeah, last question, and I'm actually super interested in this one, so I'm glad this was submitted. So obviously you said before you kind of just started tweeting about the Yankees as like a side thing, just out of boredom. When did you kind of get, I guess I'll say cliche term, kind of your big break? Like when did you realize, what moment was it when you're like, okay, like this is something I could do more so for a living? Yeah, Um, it was was when uh, YouTube just started like, working it's really it's kind of it's kind of weird because it's not like what anyone would think it was we were make i was making the breakdown videos i was posting on twitter and then i was i had a blog we don't have a blog anymore because no one cares about that anymore but um i would post the video on twitter and then i wanted to put it on the website but people on websites don't click twitter embedded videos because it takes you to a new window it's kind of annoying so Mm -hmm. i would put them on youtube just so they would naturally fit on our blog better thinking no one's going to see him on YouTube 
but it's just a place to house them for a better in bed. And then the I did it with like um, Ron Culpa, umpire, told the manager, I can do whatever I want. That was kind of the first one that wasn't for the Yankees. And it went crazy. On Twitter alone, it had a million views overnight. And then like on, on YouTube, it blew up. And and then and then Luke was like, yeah, keep going on YouTube. He was like interning that summer. And then I got a call from someone who runs the YouTube account at MLB because I didn't monetize my YouTube at all. I got to 10,000 subscribers and I didn't even have monetization on because I thought they would nuke the account. This guy from MLB called and said, hey, like, we won't nuke your account. Turn monetization on. Some of the videos will get claimed due to like the algorithm and copyright, but some will slip through the crack right. and you'll earn some money on those. So I turned it on a week later. It was like the mo. it was like a lot of, it was not, a, it was probably like a thousand bucks for the week. And then I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Okay. And then the next week it was like a thousand again. And I was like, Damn. oh, times it by good 50. for you. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is how this like, works. Yeah, so that so, that was like the big unclicking. I was like, "Oh, okay, this is a revenue stream. We just found one that wasn't." I was going to say the Patreon. The most layman's term way of answering that question is when you your big break was you just realizing YouTube is my platform. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is going to work. Yeah, and then That's awesome. And then and then wow. like later we we figured out that Facebook is the same. So that can just you take post on Facebook and it's it's times two monetization, and then everything kept growing. So it was that it, it wasn't like you know there's big moments elsewhere that like helped the popularity. Like the Savages in the Box got me on a lot of radio stations. Yeah, that, that was awesome. Oh, that was great. That was cool. Yeah. That was and awesome. The, and then the Amir Garrett one where he charges the Reds and fights them. That was a uh, one that like nationally, not just Yankee fans. And then we had already had like, but that was before the Astros. We already had like funding and like set up. Like I signed the deal for our oh, first investment. Shit. I made the Astros video, and then I went to a meeting that night to sign the deal for our investment. So a lot of people think that that was the big gain, but we we had already had yeah. all the big like, oh, this is going to work moments before did, that. After you got that that first that, that first investment, did you tell them that you were about to release that Astros video? They must have been extremely happy that you delivered on that, like, right yeah. right after you signed well, it. Well, I didn't, I didn't know, like, I didn't know it was going to be that, I didn't know it was going to be what it was. So, like, I made it that day. I went to a high school in the Bronx, or high school in Manhattan. They, like, it was like a baseball club asked me to just come chat with them. And then I went to meet with my investor, and then I got home and checked Holy and shit. saw how like crazy it was going. That That's actually wild. probably good for you. But you're, you're, I guess, assume your valuation, your company, everything profited off that like crazy. Good for you, man. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Immediate, I get everyone immediate bump. Yeah, I don't want to say everyone thinks that, but I always thought that. I mean, I always knew what you were doing because we followed you. But that the Astros thing was nuts. You were all over ESPN and whatnot. Yeah. So no, it definitely um, boosted was... our audience for sure. But as far as yeah. like, it will this be a company? Like, can we monetize this concept? That that was way right. secure before that. Wow. Wow. At least in, okay. Like internally, who Very comes cool. up with yeah. the shirt designs? Who comes up What's with that? the shirt designs? I'm sorry to yell at you, Jim, but I, who comes up with the shirt designs? Because your team gets Screaming them the fuck out like so quickly. 
Like you know, do, um, do you remember uh, Matt Goldstein? I don't know that I know Matt Goldstein. I'll be honest. I he went to a lot college of in Vermont. He went to college in Vermont with um, with um, Andrew Chapin at hmm. Linden State. Linden, yeah. He, he he's our yeah. he's our um, I think the t- director of creative, head of creative. But well, he well, he does all the shirts. Matt, like, he just Matt, Matt yeah, Goldstein he, crushes that shit. Yeah, the Kluber I mean, one he just made is uh, amazing. Dude, that kid or that man, whoever that guy, like you'll you'll close out like a uh, a breakdown or whatever, and the next day I'm like, how the fuck did you come up with this so quickly? And I know you know it's a screen print like projection of what it will look like, but still, the fact that someone does that that quickly, I mean, you got yeah, you've got a lot of talent going for you, like with yeah, you working no. for you. Your he team crushes is awesome. It. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a. It's like a big effort to get those out when they happen that quick. Yeah, dude, for sure. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, it's, it's I don't want to hold you up anymore. I, I know you get you got a lot going on. Um, we can't thank you enough. Blake usually closes us out. Mike, do we have anything else that we want to run through? I mean, this has been unbelievable. Can't thank you enough, man. My pleasure. Just awesome. Thank you for where do you, you ask for the questions on, from, Blake? You wanna... Like where are you pulling on Instagram? Well, we have 430 uh, we... Instagram followers, so it's a Hell lot yeah. to take care of them. Honestly, yeah, it, it's a combination of Instagram story polls that no one ever submits to. So then we just go in our group <laughs> chat with like our friends and various places like that and get them. When I when I was from there. starting out, um, I would always but... just or I always tell people on our network, just picture them all in one room, and then you'd be like, "Fuck, that's a lot of people." <laughs> that's a good way I'm about to, to go it. buy a tesla now <laughs> got me all pumped up yeah well, that's we, a good what, point could, you know when we people. your first couple of times yeah that's a high school auditorium yeah 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 that's a good point that's a good point yeah well tony you gonna bring us home right. or what you want to bring us home I will bring us to third base uh so it's been great we had john boy here anyone who's not following um Baseball fan, semi-baseball fan, jump on, check out John Boy Media, check out all his accounts. As if I have, can I can get you one or two people to probably follow <laughs> that from us. But, but uh, I, I honestly, we cannot thank you enough, man. Really cool getting on. He, uh, really happy for you. Um, with the kid on the way, wish you the best. Hopefully, we can do an update or, or you know, yeah, for uh, sure. See you again, maybe within the year. That'd be great. Um, you know, Blake and I are here. If you have any suggestions, I think we're pretty good at this stuff. But um, I, I, like I said, can't thank you enough. Blake, send us off. Is Jake going to be the Godfather? Because don't, oh, don't do it. I think I got to believe in God to do that. So I'll figure it out. I'm still working on that part. Yeah, that's a big part. At this part. point, that's I feel like you part. could ask Aaron Judge, and it would cap off in what's probably going to be an MVP season. And he would be the Godfather. Well, maybe I'll ask Michael Kay to do like a voiceover of like the birth. Wow, Mike's and gonna be Jakey pissed wins. at that. I'm gonna put him on. Jakey Mike hates wins. Michael Kay. Yeah, just says the Michael name of the way. Mike. Just admit it. Um, you hate Michael well, Kay. He's the nicest guy. I'm a Francesca uh, Mike is guy. the biggest Francesca oh, fan serious. you've ever met. Francesca Con. Well, like, uh, I, I mean, I used to listen. I mean, I listened to so much Francesca back in the day, but. He's cr- he he I he he's too crazy now. He's too bad now. Same he's with crazy. Mad Dog. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, they they've both lost it. Mad Dog's still trying to do his thing, but Mike like his yeah, tweets are just absurd. Mad Dog gets paid uh, by MLB to shit on MLB players. It's it's a really what? weird dynamic. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of a it's a it's an it, interesting it? business. A lot guys. of players are like, "Hey, <laughs> you pay this guy millions of dollars to actively shit on us." That's what? so weird. Because he hates he hates modern baseball. All Mad Dog does is talk shit about players. And I like can't stand listening to the him. Game. Mike yeah. Francesa, at least, it's like entertainment. When people like the fact that people listen to him when they call in and they're asking about college basketball, and he's like, "Well, the best player on Maryland this year isn't as good as the best player on Vanderbilt." Like he doesn't even know names. Yeah, when people yeah. are listening to him. I love that. I, I, I eat that up. I like when Mike. I, I love when Francesa would just count on air. Like I do that sometimes when I'm doing math because it's just so funny. Hold on. One, two, yeah. three, four, three. And one time he counted like thirty. Yeah. Or he would go. Jesus. He, yeah. he would go through the schedule. Yeah, yeah. Like, I do that like, shit. I love that because I grew up listening wait. to him. Like I, I, I almost did that on our episode today of talking baseball, <laughs> but I stopped myself. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's the goat, man. He's the goat. Jim, man. thank you so much for joining us, man. It was a for the brief second that I saw you, and I know that our our listeners can't tell, but those the loyal YouTubers that watch every single episode, all seven of you, you're seeing a little sun kiss from me. So just know that I'm looking at three blank screens right now. I saw Jim for about five seconds of the uh, the entirety of today's episode. It was it was wonderful seeing you. Even better talking to you. Um, again, the, the main, the main reason I wanted you on here and we wanted you on here and, and not just with being an expecting father, but being who you are and being the big family guy and, um, wish you all the best with the, the move to the new house, uh, with <clears throat> of course your company and everything that you got going on, but more than any of that, just, uh, becoming a father. So thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate it. I look forward to having Thanks, you guys. hopefully on in the future. Uh, once you yeah. got a little uh, Bambino or Bambina with you, and um, like Tone said, if you if you got any questions, reach out. But I know you got a strong you know family and, and friend base. So um, all the best to you, man. All the best to you and Katie. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Congrats to you as well. Uh, yeah, thank you uh, so much. Best of luck, man. He's two months old, so a little bit little belated, but thanks. All man. right. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Later, thank guys. you all.